Welcome to the podcast. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I've gone from being in complete overwhelm, burning the candle at both ends, and watching my health, relationships, and business suffer, to creating a life with more joy, ease, and abundance. If you're ready to let go of the overwhelm, reclaim your health, and push past your comfort zone so that you can unleash your next level of success to create a greater impact, then sit back as we delve into conversations as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Oh, this week's episode was so wonderful. I have been looking for someone to speak to about this topic for so long. So I was so excited to become connected with Rowena List. Rowena List is a well-sought-after professional organizer. She has over 25 years of experience. She's appeared on several media outlets, including Global News and Breakfast TV. She offers customized solutions for her clients and their unique needs. She has an incredible attention to detail, and you'll see through this interview that she has such a supportive and kind nature. I absolutely loved this topic. I love how we connect it to your physical health. There are so many golden nuggets in this. This is a high value episode. I'm so excited for you to listen in. Hi, Rowena. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Rosa. Happy to be on here. Yeah, I'm so thrilled. I was just, we were having a little chat before and I was laughing saying to you that even when I saw, just went onto your website, I felt instantly like relaxed. (laughs) My chaotic world felt better. (laughs) So oh good it's working <laughs> yeah it really is so thank you so much I I just I'm excited for the value that we're gonna put out there today because I truly believe this is a topic that is needed so your website is called getting it together.ca ca I love it I always feel so proud when people put ca <laughs> <laughs> little, little Canadian touch. Tell us, let's start off with your story. I'd love to hear a bit about your journey. Like, how did you get into this space and like for yourself? And when did you see it as like, oh, this is something I can actually do. Like other people need, need this help. Well, the thing is that I, I think I was born organized, but the, the good news is that it is a skill that you can learn. Uh, but I was always organized as a kid. And, and when I was in Girl Guides and we went camping, I got an award for having the most organized campsite. <laughs> I love it. They didn't have a badge for it, but they, they gave me a, a pencil and a notepad, which I coveted for years, Aww. years and years. And then I was in the direct selling profession for decades and I was doing all the training and the recruiting and and getting people started and I kept thinking you know there's something that's missing with my team members and their team members as to why are they not as productive or why are they not as successful and with further investigation I found out that people were so disorganized at home you know they would start uh, this profession as maybe a part-time gig around taking care of their kids and working full time and trying to get to yoga and then you go to their home and you can't find a a pen Uh, (laughs) if the client calls them they have no idea where the client card is 
the dog's eaten the piece of paper of the number that they're supposed to call. So I started getting all of these people organized in their home office. And that's where it started. And then they would say, well, can you do my closet? And can you do my garage? And can you? And so eventually it was time to, well, I started by creating a CD, an audio CD. And then people said to me, well, do you have a website? And that's when websites were, you know, certainly not as popular as they are now. And they were a lot harder to, to make than they are now. They were, yeah. So I had the CD first, then I created a website and a company and so forth. So that's been several decades as well. Yeah. That's incredible. I love that story. I love that you were born that way. <laughs> Were you from a family that was very organized or do you think it was just, there was just something within you that just felt more, did you feel more calm organized as a child or it was just something you found really interesting? Well, what's interesting is my dad was very disciplined and he mm. kept his shirts nice and neat and stacked and his shoes polished. My mom came from uh, a family in England where they had an acre and her dad had stuff everywhere on that acre he would say pieces of wood and scrap metal and oh you never know you might need it one day and let's save it for joe and let's you know so it's really was just kind of this combination of where my parents had come from and of course they grew up during the you know the war and the depression and everything else so scarcity was uh, a huge factor and you know so consequently people didn't have very much stuff Right. That they had to try and corral and keep organized. Yeah. Amazing. I love how it was a little bit different from both sides though. I just, I love people's journeys and backgrounds like that. Yeah. So, so do. fabulous. Um, so it sounds like it started off really um, well, you saw a need within the people within your team, but then yeah. I love that they started to recognize that they had other areas that they needed help with. And I, you know, it's, it's one of those things that years ago you would think, Oh, I could use help with this, but who do you go to? Mm -hmm. So I love that now they know I'm getting it. Now they know. Yes. So we talk, you were talking a lot about um, organization. What would you say is the difference between the clutter and the organization? I mean, I know the definition of those two words, but when do you see people that are like, they're both like, it's just a mixture of all the clutter and disorganized, or can people be more to one or more to the other? I think they're one of the same, you know, it, if your space is cluttered, which is an untidy collection of things, then that's going to make you feel very disorganized. Your brain might be feeling disorganized, your mind, your life. Uh, and consequently, your brain can feel very cluttered if it's got too much in it. So it's, you know, they're, they're really very similar. And a person can't have loads of clutter around them and be organized. Mm -hmm. You know, some people say, oh, I can find, you know, I've got piles yeah. and piles of paper here, but I can find exactly what I'm looking for. Well, if you can find what you're looking for in 20 seconds or less, then that system is working for you to have the piles all over the place. But I would say, can you find it in 20 seconds or less? Probably not. And if there was... Uh, a windstorm or a flood that came through your place would, you know, then how would that system work for you? Yeah. Probably not very well. 
Yeah. I love that you said that because I think we all know at least that one person that does that. It's like, they yeah. call, and they call it like organized chaos. You're like, hmm, I'm not so sure you're selling that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not so sure either. I'd like to be inside <laughs> their brain for, you know, half a minute and see how that's running. Have you seen like within your um, clients, how being disorganized impacts people's health? Because that's one thing I really love. Health is a big topic on this podcast. And I believe the two are definitely connected, but have you seen that personally, like how their health is impacted? Oh, big time, big time. There is such a huge correlation between the head, mm. the heart and the hips. Mm. And oh, tell so us if your head is full of clutter because your life is full of clutter, then, you know, your heart feels heavy. You're not able to exercise. You don't get your heart working properly. You can't get to the gym on time. You can't, you know, get out for a bike ride, whatever the case might be. And then consequently probably eating improperly and then it shows up on the hips. And, and so my goal is when I'm working with my clients is, okay, let's see how, how streamlined is your kitchen and let's get your kitchen super streamlined. Let's get it so that you can be making healthy choices, making healthy dinners and lunches and things for the kids. And it also saves money too, Rosa, because, you know, so few people that, that they'll just say, well, I just order in because it's mm. easier or yeah. I, you know, I don't have the time to cook or I, you know, I, I can't, you know, I can't figure out the grocery list and, you know, so it's all about, you know, keeping things very simple and streamlined and, you know, not having so much clutter in your life and so much variety. People think that they have to make something grandiose every single night. That's not the case. If you want to be healthy, you want to actually keep your ingredient list simple and, and short and sweet. Oh my goodness. Okay. I love that. I feel like I have about 10 questions for you out of that because there's so many areas to go with that. And, and I absolutely agree with all of that. I'm, I've seen it within my own clients, you know, the whole, I don't have time to meal prep and I don't have time to, and I believe it's, it's a big part of it is exactly what you're saying. It's coming down to the organization, but it is hard if you're, we are used to having so many things, right? So many appliances, so many choices, so many, we need some gadget for everything in the kitchen. And it's like, really, we could, we could just simplify so that when we go into that drawer, we're not grabbing a million things. Right. Yeah. The melon baller is the big one for me. I just think just chop your melon in squares. Like, does it need to be in a little round ball? Whoever does that anyway, nobody, you know, maybe the odd Martha Stewart out there, but no, no. I know. And, and, you know when you say about time too, Rose, I just think we all have the exact same number of hours in a day. And so it's not a priority then if you're, if you're saying you don't have time, mm. then there's other things that are taking precedence. And so if your health is one of your top values, which it is for me, then it's going to become a high priority. So even, you know, tonight when we're finished our podcast, I do all my food prep for tomorrow because I don't want to do it in the morning. And so it, you know, it gets done tonight and it takes no time at all. 
It yeah. really doesn't. People say, oh, it takes so long. No, it doesn't. It, gosh, you, you know, you listen to another podcast or, um, you know, put on some jazzy music. And before you know it, 15 minutes and you're, you're done. Your meals are ready for the next day. Yeah, I love that. That was actually one of the questions I want to ask you was that women do often say, oh, it's so hard to find the time to dedicate to my health. And so how you're talking a little bit about how they can overcome that. Um, that time piece. I love how you said, like, listen to a podcast, make it enjoyable. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this whole, like, oh, it's meal prep time. <laughs> Are right. there any? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times I might visit with a friend. So I've got her on speakerphone and, you know, we might be chatting or listening to good music. But, you know, it comes down to it, when you know your top five core values, mm. then you're going to make the time to maximize your top five core values but until you you know those yeah then you're gonna say oh I don't have time right yeah do you want to tell us about the core values um without going into too much detail because you know we don't have the whole time and there's lots of things we want to talk about but I think it's so important for people to know so they can reach out to you to learn even more about this because I I agree when you know those values it shifts everything in the way you approach what you're going, going to do. Oh, totally. So, you know, uh, under my company, I do hands-on organizing. So I actually get rid of people's mm -hmm. stuff for them and help them get and stay organized. But I also do over the phone coaching mm. and I do speaking seminars and workshops. So the, the coaching component is where we get down to the values. Cause there's a whole exercise around that. And yeah. we don't have to I would tonight. assume so. Yeah. 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 But that's something that they can reach out. Uh, and yeah. And, and I assume that health would be one of those core values. Well, for me, it is. Mm -hmm. And probably for most of your listeners, it is. And right. I would like to think that it's for everybody that is their core value, because then they're, you know, they're a healthier person in society. They're not mm -hmm. putting a strain on the medical system. You know, it's a ripple effect. Yeah. So yeah. I would like to see that as, as everybody's one of their top five core values, but you know, you're right. It's not for absolutely everyone. It's true. Sometimes we get in this space where everyone around us has similar core values, yeah. but no. you're right. It, it, it definitely isn't for everyone. Or we see people's lives changing when something shifts and then it becomes a top, they yeah. always say, right. Health becomes a top priority when you, when you don't yeah. have it. Um, can we talk a little bit about, you touched a bit on it, about it on your website, about decision fatigue. And actually I like that word actually feels very physical to me. <laughs> I feel like I'm asked questions all day long. Talk just a little bit about that decision fatigue, how it happens, the signs to look for, because it sounds like there's very physical signs behind that feeling. Yeah, there is. And, you know, there's, we, we only, we wake up in the morning with only so many decision neurons in our brain and if we're wasting those on what are we going to wear what are we going to eat you know where's the kids homework all the things that could be taken care of prior to the morning mm. and then you've got those decision neurons to be free to be used for important decisions things like you know where am I going to go on vacation or, right. um, you know, the fun what stuff. relationship do I need to be focusing mm -hmm. in on and how can I become a better person or how can I help yeah. my child 
you know, in in this area or that area. So, you know, we waste a lot of these decision neurons mm. with, you know, the, the main one is what am I going to wear standing in front of the cupboard? So if that's not organized and you don't have that planned out in advance and you're wasting them there, wasting them, uh, you know, on your phone, doing things on your phone that are probably not an A priority. And, and also with, you know, what are you going to eat? So lots of decisions yeah. that people make. We make a lot of decisions consciously and self-consciously or subconsciously. And, and so let's mitigate some of those and, and minimize them so that we're, our brains are freer and we can stay more present and not be so distracted. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love that. All those things that you listed are things that can really make a person feel frazzled. Frazzled. That whole yeah. getting ready in the morning and, and thinking that this, this outfit was clean and it's not, and you got to get that one or <laughs> whatever it is. I remember going through that when I was like a nine to fiver, it's hard. It just yeah. sets off the yeah. tone for your day as well. And then you're rushing into the kitchen to maybe grab something to eat. And now you're in a rush because you've lost time already. And yeah. And yeah. yeah amazing. Yeah. I love the idea of, um, wasting those neurons to go, like, okay, how can I kind of preserve them? You're right. So that I can use them for those really life, um, enhancing decisions. Sure. And you may be needing to make decisions about where are you going to be living mm -hmm. or, you know, are you going to be staying in your relationship or yeah. is there a big decision at work that you need to make, um, a, a, you know, a, a big task at work that you yes. need to make a decision on? Uh, you know, you might be caregiving for an elderly parent mm -hmm. and having to make decisions on some of their health care needs or future living needs. So there's, you know, a lot of other really important decisions that we have to make in a day, uh, aside from, you know, having to worry about, you yeah. know, does this top still fit me? Mm -hmm. uh, right. <laughs> you know, is this bottom clean? You know, like it's, right. it, it's crazy making in a way, isn't it? Yeah. And this way, if you're not making all those decisions, you have more time. And like you said, you, you're, you feel more present, like you're, you have the capacity yeah. to really because you want to dedicate a good amount of time to making those bigger decisions rather than trying to squeeze those in too. And making really, I guess that's when we make decisions that sometimes aren't the best. We make them yeah. impulsively. Impulsively. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Um, okay. So someone wants to get, or what about this? They, someone wants to get organized they have all the best intention. They do it. I know I'm, to be honest, I live very minimalistically just so that I don't have to be overly organized. So I just don't have a lot of stuff. I I've traveled for many years and moved many times. So I've kind of created my life around that. <laughs> but I also know, um, when I want to procrastinate, like mine's my desk, like my desk right now. I mean, I'm so glad the zoom camera is a little bit higher so you don't see it but <laughs> it's the one area of my house that is not it's not organized and I will find myself organizing but kind of as a form to procrastinate rather than in making it a long-term solution so how do you go from using it or procrastinating or having even good intentions but that, how do you go from there to long term or is that possible is it is it like a straight line to get there um, well, you know, anything's possible. 
But what I encourage my clients to do is what I call the 15 minutes to freedom. And I have lots of tips mm. on the 15 minutes to freedom where at the end of your work day, whether you're self-employed or, or in an office job, take the last 15 minutes of your day and tidy up your desk and prepare it for the next day so that it's mm. steps up to greet you when you get into work or into your office. Yeah. And if you're procrastinating about doing a task, then that's time to ask yourself, you know, is this task important? Am I the one that can only do it or can somebody else do it? Can I delegate it? Uh, you know, so it's sometimes we think things are really important. Mm -hmm. And so, or maybe we're not excited about doing something. So then we start procrastinating. So that's when we have to ask ourselves again, is it with our core value? Is this something, why am I procrastinating to do this? Yeah. Is it maybe against my core values? And, you know, I really just don't like doing it. Okay, for an example, I am not a bookkeeper. And I would not do the spreadsheet that needs to go to my accountant mm -hmm. uh, because I just don't know how to do it. And I think, oh, okay, well, I'm not an expert. So I could make a big mistake mm -hmm. and that could cost me with having to pay too much income tax or being audited. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pay somebody to do the spreadsheet that knows what they're doing and that frees me up. That gives me time to then go for a bike ride or to help another client or see a friend or whatever it is that I want to do. So I think a lot of it, Rose, is learning the art of delegation. Mm. And, and why is it that you are procrastinating on a task? Yeah. And then and doing that 15 minutes to freedom. Yeah. I, you see that that's exactly why I feel if this is an area, like you said, that people really want to improve in their life that it's, it's so worth it. And so valuable to get a coach like yourself, because you can tell us what to do. Like, okay, in your kitchen, you're going to organize it this way, this way, this way, you're going to have these tools. You're going to eliminate these. You're going to do that. But then once that's done, it's the mindset side of it. It's the, yeah. the coaching is what really take something from being short-term, a short-term fix to like a longer term solution. And that's where I really feel the, like a lot of value is, is, well, is where you're creating. Providing. Yeah. Because it's about creating really good habits. Yeah. And, you know, we as humans take the path of least resistance. Yeah. And this way, this is about creating really healthy patterns and healthy mm -hmm. habits and knowing why are you stumped? You know, I was working with yeah. someone today and, you know, they just, they haven't dealt with their recycling for so long. And so I said, well, today's the day, you know, today's the day that we're going to get all this recycling out of here yeah. and you're going to take it to the recycling area while I'm here. And, yeah. you know, so it was all outside and I, I wasn't there. I was doing something else in the house. Yeah. And all of a sudden I hear this, you know, squeal <laughs> and my client comes running up and he says, there's rats in the recycling. 
I would die. <laughs> like, thank goodness it's you that's dealing with the recycling and not me. So I said, okay. <laughs> um, you know, so this is the cost of clutter. This is one of the costs of clutter. Uh, yeah. And so I doubt that this client would procrastinate in the future when it comes right. to recycling. Right. Because that was, uh, you know, a big wake up and a, a hard lesson to learn. Rowena, how did they get in there? <laughs> was that yeah, part well, of their- <laughs> this, this was all outside. Thank yeah. goodness. No, yeah. it, and it's a problem down there too, but that's a real, yeah, that's a real consequence for sure. Yeah. Um, and also like with the, as you're painting that image of, of him doing that, I would think that every time you came home and you see that there's like a heaviness to that, like you're, Whoa. it's like, oh, there it is again. And there it is again. And, and it's just like a little niggle, but those little niggles really start to add up. Well, it, you know, you go into a whole shame spiral as well, mm-hmm. you know, about wow. I'm a lousy person at keeping my house clean and you know, if my mother could see mm. me, she'd probably, oh. you know, tell me I was a bad person and I am a bad person. I can't keep you oh. on. Like, so the whole yeah. self-talk and the clutter that goes into the mind is so detrimental and just robs you of precious time. That's wasted time that you're never going to get back when right. you do all that negative self-talk and go into a shame spiral. Yeah. Thank you for touching on that. I don't know that I would have put that together, but that makes a lot of sense. And our self-talk, I think it's human nature to be a little bit negative. Like anyone that's, that's positive or good at kind of bringing themselves out of those spirals, you have to work at it. Mm -hmm. So I think if someone doesn't have those skills, it's so easy to go into like a dark place over recycling. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And then, you know, maybe sit on the couch and go, well, okay, I, you know, I'm a lousy housekeeper, so I may as well just sit on the couch and uh, watch TV and eat potato chips and feel, you know, completely worse, which comes back to that health. And yeah, you know, as you're thinking about, as you're mentioning this, I'm thinking you're probably, if you're someone that has a few of those things, like you've got the recycling and then maybe, you know, you're never getting the meal prep done and you're always rushing and, or the laundry is not done, whatever it is that, um, there's probably a, a low level stress that is always there. Which, it's a high level. It's not low. Yeah. It's high. Low is yeah. in chronic, like always. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like having a nagging toothache mm-hmm. or it's like having a pebble in your shoe. That's what I right. would say. It's, if you've got a pebble in your shoe, it's irritating. Yeah. And until you get it out and deal with it, it's going to keep irritating you. And how often do people just keep walking around in their running shoes or whatever and go, Oh yeah, yeah. I got to get that out of my shoe. Oh, Oh, until finally they say, okay, stop. I'm taking my shoe off and getting the pebble out. But the stuff that I deal with is the pebble in the shoe, which sometimes can turn into the rock or the boulder. Right. So it's, you know, if it's not dealt with as in recycling was not a pebble, it became a boulder. And now the rubbers met the road and we are getting this done now. Yeah. Um, wow. This is such like an aha moment for me right now. I love, I love, I love it when this happens. We're always learning, but just, I feel, you know, as a health coach and I was a personal trainer for many years, 
We do. We focus a lot on nutrition. We focus a lot on movement and now we're getting savvy. Like now we're also focusing on those lifestyle factors on sleep, on, um, on getting sunlight on all of that kind of stuff. We're getting, we're getting better at that. I would say the bigger picture, but now I want to add this too, to it because how many people maybe think that they're dealing with one thing, but actually it's the clutter, it's the disorganization and not what they actually maybe think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. You know, all you have to do is just, you know, take a look at their kitchen counter yeah. or open up the pantry yeah. and just see, you know, how everything is situated in there and whether or not it's inviting, you know, this is the mm -hmm. thing. If it's not inviting, then we're less likely to be excited about opening the cupboards and right. going into the space. Right. Amazing. Um, oh, okay. I, this has been so good. I just, I, I'm like thinking out loud because I have these questions I was going to ask you and I'm just having these like wonderful moments of how valuable this would be for, for, for women listening, because I really, you know, sometimes we're like, our hormones are off or we're not sleeping at night and we can't figure out why, or the cravings are hitting because we're always in this state of stress. And yet if we can clear up and organize our environment, a lot of that stress is going to go away. We're going to be able to think clear, start to be able to make those better choices. And it's just like this beautiful compound effect. So I love that. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I want to talk about something that's a little bit now off because you touched on it and I actually had it written down because I think current, um, you know, current, I'm, I was going to say Canada, but I think this is kind of global right now or, or in many countries where we're dealing with money and, and, um, inflation and, and people it's, it's a real thing. People are getting stressed, but you have this thing on your website that it says, uh, Rowena finds money. <laughs> Do you want to tell us about that? Cause you did talk a little bit about that as well. I always find money for my clients. So today when I went into this uh, space and within about, you know, half an hour, I had found uh, an American $1 bill. And I said to my client, oh, you know, I always find money. So here you go. And he's like, oh, well, I don't need that. Oh, wait a minute. I do. I'm going to the States. I guess I may as well put that in my pocket. And then uh, later on in the day, I found a quarter. So today was only a dollar twenty-five so far, but you know there will be money other places. I was at a place last week and there was a big, huge bin, massive bin of pennies, and we don't have pennies any longer in Canada. Yeah. So that means that pennies can be now used for other things. And there's this woman that I know that makes jewelry out of pennies. And so I was able to give her this big, huge box of pennies. Oh, wow. She was so excited because my client didn't want it. My client amazing. said, oh gosh, I don't, I don't want those pennies. Get those. Yeah. And then they here. don't know what to do with them. So that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, with the penny client, I found this box. It was a steel box and I opened it up and inside was a Mahjong set, which is a, a game, a Chinese game. Yeah. And Inside the, the, the game was a little envelope that was filled with money. So Amazing. they had been using that money 
to when they were playing the game, probably yeah. to bet, you know, <laughs> but it was yeah. an old $5 bill, $2 bill, $1, you know, money that we um, don't even have anymore. Yeah. So I gave her that, but I also find money because I sell things for my clients. So that the, the house with the Majon set, I'm selling all the furniture and excuse me, anything else that basically that's sellable. Uh, yeah. And and so she's been getting all kinds of money from uh, the sale of things. Amazing! That actually sounds like fun too. <laughs> super fun, yeah, it's super fun. I always yeah. say I'm like Monty Hall on Let's Make yeah. a Deal. If somebody comes in, I'm like, Oh, can I give you forty dollars? I know you wanted <laughs> fifty. I go, Yeah, okay, here you go. I love 40. that. That's so yeah. fantastic. And then you had touched on. Um, you were saying about if you're organized with your food, then you're not ordering out to eat as well. So that's like ways of saving money, not necessarily finding it, but you're saving money in those Huge. ways as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because if you, uh, you, you know, if you don't know where your can opener is, I worked on a house, they had 12 can openers in the kitchen. <laughs> oh my goodness. I said, what's going on here? She says, well, every time my husband goes to open a can. If he can't find the can opener, he runs to the store and buys the can opener. I'm like, wow. oh my gosh, okay. How much how much is invested here in can openers? <laughs> That's so random. <laughs> it's so random. They have 12 of them. And you know, if you if your clothes aren't put away properly and clean properly, then you think, oh, okay, well, I don't have any clothes. I better go buy some clothes or uh you know, I better go buy some food prep rather than, you know, the food that I've got in here because yeah, your brain just isn't thinking clearly yeah. and it's costing a lot of money. Clutter costs a lot of, yeah. it costs a lot. It costs money. It costs relationships. It costs mm -hmm. your health. Uh, you know, it, it can cost a lot of things that people don't realize. So I would say, you yeah. know, think about what is the cost of clutter? What is the cost of clutter? I love that question. What is the cost of clutter? Because you're right. It's, um, I don't know if you've ever read The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. It's one of my favorite books. And the story, there's a little story in there where there's this these two men and they've just changed little habits. And one was he started to make ba baking for his family. And so it meant he started eating a little bit more sugar. And then five years down the road, he's put on all this weight. And the other one, I think, took up walking like a mile a day or something. It wasn't a lot. I, I can't remember it exactly. But basically, over time, he got fitter and his family got happier. And the other one actually ended up like his relationship suffered and he ended up getting divorced. And it was like, you know, and it all started from like this, like, small thing and we don't often take it back. And I think that's the the lesson that I'm getting from you for people that are really struggling in this area is that sometimes we don't realize what we think um, maybe is just getting organized. It's not, it's actually pretty, pretty impactful. Long yeah. Oh, for yeah, sure. Incredible. For sure. People always say to me that they feel like a weight's been lifted off of them. Yeah. Once they've been working with me. Yeah. Can you share with us just, um, like one or two success stories that you've had that have really spoken to you, maybe, maybe their health improved or, or mindset or, or new job or something that came out of making these shifts. Yeah. Gosh, I've had the pleasure of working with so many different types yeah, of people. Probably hard. And, <laughs> um, you know, I worked with this fellow, he was, I'm going to say he was in his forties Mm -hmm. and his wife had passed away and he you know the house was just 
his wife was a collector, which is also known for being as a hoarder because it was just right. too much stuff and too small of a space. And so I worked with him and, and his daughter was, of course, very distraught, her mom passing away. She was, the, the daughter was young. The mom was young. So we worked on their place and I got their place, you know, it, it's, it's like an onion. So you're peeling back layers. So the first couple of times that I worked with him, he only got rid of a little bit. And then as time went on, he got rid of more and more. Mm. And then he was going to do a renovation. So we got him set up and we got the renovation happening. And then I saw him after the renovation and he was ready to only put away things that really made his heart sing mm. and to just really downsize. And in the process of doing this, he had met someone else mm. and he was getting married and his daughter was now, it was her turn to go off to university. She'd grown up. And then, you know, they decided to sell the place that they had renovated uh, so that he and his new wife could move into a place on their own that nobody else had lived in. Yeah. Uh, And I think that that's a neat story because it really, you know, for a guy to transform that much um, after his wife's passed. I thought was really enlightening and he did a wonderful job of it and his daughter came out of her shell and yeah it was a great that was a great story it was yes. nice to see. that's incredible because you can see how if he hadn't reached out to make yeah. like this that you could very well be stuck or at least be there in that situation for a lot longer than you need to be well yes and you know the thing is that clutter becomes invisible to those around it so they don't, they don't really see it. They go, oh yeah, I got a pile over there. Oh, well, you know, there's a pile over there. And, and so they don't really see it the same way that when I go in, I can see the space and go, oh, okay. Well, if you move <laughs> the desk over here and put the dresser here and that you would have so much more room. Right. And it would open it up mm-hmm. and uh, you know, or let's put like today with this fellow, he was showing me his kid's room and you know, there was a dresser sort of random right in the middle. Well, it was right in front of the closet. So right. you couldn't even get into the oh. closet. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, but nothing, nothing was in the closet and nothing was in the dressers. Right. But I said, you know, the dresser needs to go in the closet. This, right. This will make this room bigger and your kids are small enough that the dresser can go in the closet and there's still room above to hang right. things. Yeah. And let's open up this space and you know huge difference just like that in in just a few moments it's changed yeah amazing I love that I love that oh my goodness I could talk to you a lot about this actually I wish that I was closer (laughs) so that I could come and do some coaching with you well I know you do it on you do coaching online don't you it's all done over the phone. Yeah. oh okay that's that's amazing let's talk about I've got two questions I always ask everyone at the end but before I get into that can you share with us like how people can get in touch with you I'll put this all in the show notes as well but also talk about the free ebook that you have for people to help them just get started and get to kind of know the process that would be so amazing yeah yeah sure Rosa yeah my website is gettingittogether.ca and I do have a free ebook on the top 10 tips to getting and staying organized so you can download that 
And then you would also have access to my blog. And that's all kinds of tips and tricks. And I love your blog. Like, you know, <laughs> social media and YouTube and, you know, all those things, which are, you can connect to those through the website. Incredible. Uh, and I also, for your listeners, Rosa, I will offer them a free 50 minute discovery session. Oh, so what incredible. that means is that they can be in touch with me and then we will have a phone conversation just to discuss, you know, the pebble that's in their shoe or the, the thing that's really bothering them the most. And, and I can give them a tip or two and they can see if it's something that they want to move forward with. Certainly no wow. pressure. It's just a, a gift of, hey, let's just see if this works and if it's a match. And that's amazing. Thank you. That's actually very generous. So I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. That's wonderful. And I, I highly recommend anyone to do that. Sometimes, you know, you just don't know what you don't know. So if you mm. feel that niggle and that like excitement or anything in this conversation where you're like, oh, that's me like that. Oh, like, like use the 15 minutes. Like you said, there's no pressure, but like how amazing to connect on that and, and see if, if there's more to explore. Yeah. Cause the thing Thank is you. that your listeners are not alone, you know, right. And clutter can make you feel alone actually. Yeah. Yeah, it can. You think you're the mm. only one that doesn't get your photos done or you're the only <laughs> one that doesn't make pumpkin pie from scratch or the only one. No, you're not alone. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. These are the two questions I always love to ask people. The first one is what is something you've heard or even read that changed everything for you? You had one of those moments where you read something and it maybe shifted things. Oh, well, you know, I read the book, simple abundance Ooh. that came out years ago simple abundance mm -hmm. uh do you know the i i've got it right here in my office um simple abundance a, a day book of comfort and joy by sarah ben breathneck and Please. this is a book that was recommended years and years ago and the first time that i read it was 1998 and I read it every year since. It's just one page a day. And there's there's lots of things in here that you wouldn't do because they're just over the top uh, <laughs> as far as, you know, making your own Halloween whatevers. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there's also lots of things in here that just really shifted for me and changed my life. So mm. that... Th this book was was a pivotal moment for you for sure. write that down yeah it's a great it's a great read and like I say it's just one page a day and then you can or can't do the activities in there if you want to Amazing. that's up to you uh and the saying my favorite saying is live simply so others may simply live oh. and that just shifts so much for me because you know, 50% of the world's population lives on less than a dollar a day, wow. which is staggering when you say it out loud that, you know, yeah. we have, what have we got? Nine billion people on the world, in the world, right. and 50% of them live on less than a dollar a day. And of those 50%, 50% of them are women, and they're supporting their families. Wow. So if we live simply so that others may simply live, and Love help that. others and give to others. Uh, 
that makes my heart sing. Oh, I love that heart message. That's so beautiful. Thank you. That's, inc- that's beautiful. Last one. What does living by design mean to you? Living by design. So I've designed my lifestyle. You know, people always talk about this work life balance thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- that comes and goes in spurts for people, but mm-hmm. being self-employed, you do get to design your own lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, and so for me, it's very important again, back to the values. So health being one of my top core values. Uh, so I designed my life around when I'm a, when am I going to do something that's health related, whether it's oh, love or, you know, traveling that where I'm going to go skiing or hiking or something like that. And then, you know, of course, put work in there, but it's the health portion first. And there's always going to be room for work. Don't get me wrong. It's mm-hmm. not like I spend all day, every day, you know, just riding my bike. Yeah. You got to have, <laughs> you know, got to have the priorities. I, you know, I'm a solopreneur. But living by design means that you really get to decide, you know, how do you want to spend your day and how do you want to spend your thoughts and where do you want your thoughts to go? Because really, that's the only thing we have control over, ultimately, is our own thoughts and our own actions. I love that. And when you organize your life so that you are living simply, you have the time to actually think about these things that are important so that you can design the life that you that you love, because I truly believe that everyone deserves to have that. That's so beautiful. They do. They do. And, and so, you know, it's just a matter of looking at time busters and getting rid of those and, um, you know, really just focusing in on, you know, friends are really important. I make a lot of time to see friends and connect with friends. Oh, it's so so important. Yeah. Thank so important. you, Rowena. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. I cannot wait for everyone to listen to this. I think it's just going to be so much value. And I know that there's going to be people that listening to this, that they will have heard something that will definitely change everything. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Happy Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new, if you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.